Kalani Satake, whose team goes over 500 on a third straight win tonight. Coach, uh, congratulations on yet another wild one for you and the guys. Crazy game. Um, happy for the fans, happy for the players. Um, obviously not the perfect game that we're looking for, but uh, we'll, we'll keep trying. Hopefully we get it next week. Al Davis uh, was made famous for using the phrase, just win, baby. Yeah. And there are nights like uh, tonight where it really applies. Yeah, and I'm just really proud of the guys. And, and um, you know, you have to give Mississippi State a lot of credit. They, they, they took they, their, their goal is to take Jamal um, away from the game plan. And I think for the most part, they did a great job as limiting his rushes. Uh, let me see, he only had 76 yards. So, um, And I think his only long, yeah, as long as only a nine-yard gain. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think we're probably a couple broken uh, miss, you know, broken tackles away from getting big gains, but uh, we'll just keep sticking with it and, and keep working. They're they're well, it was a little disappointing. They're free hitters coming through and, and stopping him in this in this progress in the run game, but um, you know our, our guys will keep working through it and uh, we'll, we'll we'll improve on this and hopefully show better next week. Your longest play of the night was the final play of the night on offense, the Tanner Baldry 25-yard uh, touchdown catch. Yeah, great call, and I, I thought that um, Taysom did a great job all night being patient in the pocket, you know, and on, on the, off of that boot he uh, waited and, and delivered a good, a good throw to Tanner, and uh, obviously Tanner did the rest, but um, uh, you have to give a lot of credit to Taysom and the patience that he had in, in the throw game to the, tonight. Um, we had some issues uh, with, with some routes um, in the first half specifically where our receivers weren't running the great you know great routes and so um when that happens it's hard for a quarterback to be accurate and so that was disappointing but we have to work on it keep keep getting better and, and that can't show up again and we can't wait for the throw game to get to improve um through a whole, a whole half you know we need to uh, have guys just do their jobs and i said at halftime we just do our jobs we win this game and that's on every phase of, of the game all together in the second possession in the second half, this is a nice thing about football when you're starting to play uh, field position or your punt game helps you out. Uh, you ended up driving out from the one-yard line, and then uh, uh, you got a terrific punt. Man, Johnny Linehan hit a great punt and kind of put him back in the hole, and you held, and they punted back to you, and you get the ball on that short punt at your at their 48-yard line. Mm-hmm. So you only have the 48 yards to go to score, and you end up scoring twice at the end of that drive in order to get the points because uh, one of them's called back for the hold. But uh, even at that, uh, the second pass, man, Moroni makes a great catch. It's a good throw. That So there was an awful lot of football going on as far as uh, getting out of the sock at that one-yard line making the great punt and a hold, and then getting field position to get that short field. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, Johnny has uh, done a great job for our team. Um, I think yeah, he had uh, four kicks inside the 20, which is huge for us when we're playing the field position, especially in this, these type of tight games. Mm-hmm. And he came through, and he was really patient. He just seemed like he was on top of it with his kick game today, not tonight. And um you know, I thought I thought Taysom did a great job at, at, at um, handling the offense. I don't know exactly what he was in the second half, but I thought he was more efficient. And um, he was again. Yeah. Yeah, and we we had some unfortunate um, issues in the passing, some drops, but uh, he's starting to come along and, and he's starting to understand what we're trying to do offensively. But we left a lot of plays out there, you know, and uh, we can't 
ha- have that happen um, you know next week we can't do it so uh, the, the goal is to be more efficient and to make sure our guys uh, understand the importance of just doing their part and doing their job and being accountable and doing their 111th and I think we'll, we'll, the results will show but um, just really happy with the effort and that's what won the game for us our guys sticking with it and to be honest with you, just having our fans um, making that noise and, and create opportunities for us. And then uh, I, I don't know what the turnover rate was. 2 2 tonight. Okay, so at least we didn't lose a turnover battle and, and uh, worked out for us. So. Now, when you are, uh, when, since 2005, uh, when you were even or plus, uh, 78 and 17 is the record. So uh, a really high win percentage, just not being minus, and that's what you were tonight, was it was even up. Well, your kickers, all of them, are getting a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing different things, different well, times. It, we'll, we'll keep using the ones that are the most um, consistent, you know, and that's the, uh, um, yeah, it, disappointing that we, we had to do that in, in the middle of it, but um, we're going to keep getting the best ones out there, and, and uh, we these games are too important for us to miss hit on any, any, any balls that, that we're trying to put points on the board, you know, so... Uh, we'll just keep working with it, and we—that's we, why we travel all of them. Um, we we watch how they how they kick pregame and see evaluate how they do all week, and the competition will always be uh, an ongoing thing. So, um, yeah, Ed, I, I trust Ed Lamb with that, and and he makes the decisions on the personnel, and he goes through it with me, and I, I support him 100%. Now, Andrew Mickelson before tonight hadn't been kicking any PATs. He kicked one earlier in the night. Rhett got a couple. Andrew got one. Then he gets an overtime uh, PAT uh, that he makes, but they've called timeout just before the kick. And, I mean, even though it's just, you know, it's just a PAT, it's a guy that's new at it. And the second one was a little dicier. And so, you know, in, in a way, I guess the timeout does the job. That's pressure on a kid that hasn't done that job this season for you. So kudos to uh, to Andrew for coming up big and, you know, when, when PATs are magnified in the overtime situation. Yeah, and, and um, I mean, the, the reason why that kick was so close is because uh, – the get-off time was was way too late, and, yeah. and um, which is why he didn't kick the, the the last one. That was Rhett, you know, because uh, the timing took too long, and that's why they were to get penetration. I think they got a hand on the ball, mm. and uh, yeah, wow. that and and I mean that that could have cost us the game. But first overtime, coach, uh, man, the offensive line got off real well. Jamal hit it in there hard. There was no messing around. It was a straight line, power into there, and picked up yards, picked up yards, kept first downs. And uh, the little passing part, uh, you know, didn't work as well as you wanted to, but it ended up all of the plays, well, including Baldry's run with the fumble, uh, ended up being run plays, and then uh, Taysom finishes it with the sneak. Yeah, and, and I mean... Um, you know, they they did some great things up front to uh, put our guys off and then take away the run game, and so we better get ready for it because yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll see it next week. Right. And we have smart coaches and trying to make some adjustments along the way, and and um, didn't do well enough to get the run game. And it was our, one of our biggest weapons is utilizing a Jamal and getting him out in space and letting him do things with his legs. And um, I just thought there were way too many free hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, puncturing the line of scrimmage and, and Jamal can't do that when there's a couple guys coming free and um, whether it's Mr. Simons or uh, just the pressure that they brought, uh, we, we got to fix the, the issue. 
you guys had to work hard for your 146 rushing yards, but you're, when, when you're in the 150 range or so, you can give yourselves a shot to win. Jamal's yard per carry average, about half of what it had been this season. But again, they were determined to take him out of the game plan to the extent they could. But he gets the yards needed to become uh, BYU's career rushing leader, and you wanted it to come in a win, so so a two-for-two two in, in that one tonight. Yeah, and, and Jamal said it himself that he wants to, you know, the win is more important than the, than the, uh, the record, and um, and that's the type of kid that he is, you know, and, and now we were able to get both of them, so I'm um, just happy that we can put that aside and move on now, <laughs> you know, and let's, uh, let's get that thing so it's difficult for the next person to beat it. You work close enough with Harv. Uh, he's happy for his guy, even though his guy just beat his record. Oh, yeah, and... and um, Harvey was, uh, you know, in 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 the team room in the locker room. Harvey was the one that gave him the game ball, and handed it to him, and the, and the passing of the torch. You know, yeah. so um, he was happy to do it. And Harvey's an uh, unselfish person, so uh, he's he's been working with Jamal and, and planning on him beating that record. And to be honest with you, I mean, we're just glad it's over with, <laughs> and now we can just focus on trying to get the next one and get get a win, uh, build on this on this role that we got going on. Well, now there's four thousand yards he's looking at, so there's always <laughs> another record, right? Yeah, you just keep making more milestones for, for us to hey, accomplish. Uh, you mentioned it, Coach, but I was impressed uh, and i don't know why they would leave but the fans were still there for the overtimes uh, they were hooting and hollering man they i don't know if you saw they were all doing the light thing with their uh, phones uh, i thought i was pretty impressed with the the way that they hung with it they stayed uh, they were still happy and uh, even though things weren't going so great all the game i thought they did a nice job yeah and and, and um i'm so thankful that we have the best fans and just um, really excited that that they made so much noise tonight, and um, our, our players appreciate the support we get, and uh, it, it helps a ton, especially when you're trying to win these games. Um, just the the excitement, the passion that they show, and so we'll we're definitely we appreciate them, and, and we're happy to get this win for the fans. Kind of cool to look up there on the hill, uh, Y Mountain, Kalani, and see that uh, brand new refurbished Y all lit up. Uh, were you involved in the ceremony this week that got that thing going? No, um, uh, and, and I'm glad I didn't have to hike it. I haven't <laughs> done that for a few decades. So, uh, but it, it's beautiful and uh, just great for homecoming to see all the former players there at the game and, and uh, a lot of the alumni coming back for that game. And uh, what a great way to, to you know start the weekend for our homecoming activities and now we can go and support the other sports tomorrow and and, uh, have a great weekend finish it off you guys have followed up three straight losses kalani with three consecutive wins a great bounce back by your boys yeah i'm just proud of the players and uh, and um uh, more than anything, just really happy with the leadership on this team, and they've, they've done a great job at preparing the younger guys for uh, next year. You know, just uh, just the demand from our, our leaders on, on, on the young guys has been unbelievable. And um, coaching's hard enough, but when you have uh, young men that are willing to um, be coaches themselves uh, and help motivate the, the, the players and the team, it makes the job a lot more fulfilling and easier. Coach, some of the players mentioned that uh, in the tough times when you're losing those close games, seemed to pull the team together and unify them a little bit. So they were learning f- things from the losses. But I'm asking you, can you learn things from a win like this tonight? Yeah, and, and the um, things you can work on are the corrections because it's easier to to really be critical and even harsh at times 
when um, when you have a, a positive result you know so now we can be picky and um, but also you know we really want to motivate and build with positive um, criticism but um, there's a, a few things that the, in that game that uh, could really have flipped it for us and lost the game and then but there's also some things that we could have done uh, as a team that could have just put it out of reach and I just didn't think we f we started fast enough yeah. as a team especially against a team like like Mississippi State that's playing with they, I thought they played with some desperation and and um, even with the scheme they, they did, took some risks that I I didn't haven't seen before you know and so uh, they're willing to just stop Jamal and we needed to make them pay yeah. if they were going to do that and we we couldn't reel it in like I, I just keep thinking about the the the, the drop um, catch from from Jonah uh, as a deep ball and we had a, a too many of those where I thought um, Taysom did a great job throwing the ball we just got to reel those in uh, coach uh, this is three wins in a row but the second win last week was uh, really a big deal you were on the road you were unified together do you think there was a carryover at all about uh, the excitement that hung on for that uh, that win at Michigan State and losing preparation for Mississippi State um, no, I, I think these guys are grown and, and they understand um, that we have to move on to the next game. And um, like I said, we're, we're going to celebrate and, and, and enjoy this win, but we're going back to work tomorrow and we're preparing for Boise. Um, wins are hard to come by, and, and, and I think that we, in order to respect the game, you need to really um, enjoy them, you know. And, um, but we definitely got to go to work tonight and, and get this game put away tomorrow and, and start moving on to uh, Boise and get early prep on them. And um, so these guys have they're mature and they understand what we're trying to get and what we're trying to establish as a team and as a coaching staff the demands that we're giving to them. But um, I, I haven't seen any um, setback from a loss, and I haven't seen one from a win as well. Coach, you're two-thirds of the way toward bowl eligibility. And regardless of how many more wins will happen between now and the end of the regular season, this is a big step, and you've taken big steps the last couple of weeks. How much is that part of the season, bowl eligibility, uh, driving you forward or inspiring you or, or a steady benchmark to keep an eye on, like, yeah, that means something to us? You know, I haven't even thought about that, to be honest with you. We're, we're focused on just one week at a time. I know that's coaching talk, but... Um, that's really how it has to be in the season, um, and so is it a worthy goal? Well, I mean, trying to win every game every week is the goal, right? right. And and, and um, I don't think we set out um, for the season, and we said we wanted to be four and three after game seven. You know, we uh, we want to compete and want to win every game. That's just how the mindset is, and. Um, I, I've mentioned before that those losses, that those close losses that we had to put us at one and three, we're going to learn from them and we're going to use them to help us win these games. And, and so far, the players have taken action and they've made it work and um, still looking to play a complete game from all three phases and um, execute way better. And I think that uh, once we do that, why, why not against a, a ranked team that, that uh, you know, at, at Boise? And uh, it was a huge challenge for our guys, but I, I think our guys are, are anxious and they're ready for it. Butch Pau did not start the game, but he came into the game mm -hmm. and then may have left the game late. Uh, how did his night go, do you think? Still not 100%. And you can see there's some issues. I think there was an open field tackle that he should have made and just a step slow. 
Um, so he doesn't have all, all the movement and the um, fluidity that he would normally has as a linebacker. But um, we just felt like uh, some of the things he does mentally, especially in the zone drops, uh, they hurt us earlier in the game with some of the zone drops from our guys. And, and nothing against um, Pulsifer or, or Heater, but um, you know we weren't playing clean enough with our zone drops from our backers. And um, Butch... Is, does a great job of getting everyone set right and and when he came in he was able to give us a little bit of lift a little bit of a spark um but uh definitely not 100 percent. and and i think heater played better and pulsar played better because uh, butch was able to come do some things but more than anything um francis played better yeah, because yeah. he was in there and um that was the goal you know when we just felt like we needed to get him in the game and uh he won't admit it but you can tell he wasn't uh the normal butch you know what i mean yeah, but but uh hopefully we get him back next week to be closer to 100 percent. and we have a great training room staff and then uh, they'll, they'll have him ready and troy got a few snaps yeah troy troy did good and and uh he, he actually practiced well all week and um we've been we've been really excited about getting him back and i think he helped in our past defense quite a bit all right, well, it's uh, three straight wins. It's an SEC win. It's a double overtime win. It's a homecoming weekend. Uh, a lot of great things that, uh, a lot of things to feel good about after tonight. Certainly things to work on. You say you go back to work tomorrow, and your next opponent uh, is Boise on their blue turf next Thursday. So a little shorter week than normal, but an extra day with playing on, on Friday. Uh, this week's coaches show will be Tuesday night. Uh, we're moving it down to the Cougar Room uh, this week, so a, a bigger room. Uh, more fans uh, will be able to get in uh, for the show uh, with Kalani on Tuesday evening. And so, Coach, we look forward to that. Congratulations on uh, tonight's victory. I don't know if you well, this is a trivial note here. BYU's last 14 wins over FBS teams. BYU's had to come from behind to win all 14. They've been behind at some point in the game in 14 consecutive FBS wins. You've got a comeback team. You've got a cardiac team sometimes. But you've got, uh, I think, a bunch of winners, and we're going to keep seeing that as the season goes along. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's get ahead and see what happens. Let's start a new streak. And... <laughs> it's okay to win wire to wire if you want to do that one of these weeks. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it's okay to just you know, expect better, um, better execution and um, work towards being um, executing the game plan, which I, I believe in what we're doing as a, as a coaching staff uh, with the scheme on both offense, defense, and special teams. You know, I thought we had an opportunity to really score on one of the special teams, the punt return schemes that, that um, Ed had um, had done for us, and, and uh, Mitch tripped up and, and couldn't catch the ball cleanly, but um, something to work on, and, and we'll keep getting better, but I, I'm really pleased with the way the coaching staff has worked. I'm pleased with Tuyaki and defense and, and Detmer with the offense, and so um, I'm really excited about this, and then uh, this is a challenge for our guys to go to Boise, and we're ready to roll. Let's get this going. As we let you go, Tom Holmo was sitting next to me in the pregame here. We had him on the air for a little bit, and I know that you'd rather be better than 4-3 and three after seven games. I get that, but Tom said that he thinks that you and your team and your staff are even further ahead than, than he maybe thought you guys would be, but I think it goes beyond just wins and losses when he says that. And uh, I, I know what he means when he says it, and I know that you guys have a good thing going, and it will keep getting better. And congrats on tonight, and uh, best of luck uh, next week at Boise. Thank you very much, and I really appreciate uh, great people that I get to work with, Tom Homo including, uh, included in that, in the administration. And I just love the fans. I uh, love the support that we get from Cougar Nation and uh, appreciate radio you guys. guys. How do you yeah. like the radio guys? Well, I saved you guys for last because I <laughs> think you guys do a great job. So thank you very much. And I uh, enjoyed my birthday cake. Uh, uh, you know, that was a good time. But we love working with you. Thanks, yeah. Kalani. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll appreciate come back it. with uh, BYU Creamery Cougar Nation now after this on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.